ghosts and ghouls, succubi and pegasi, hot dogs and old style. Welcome to the Chicago Tale. The Snuff Neblin have asked the Howling Dark to defend their city and have asked Dro to act as the general. Now, after training, making allies, and gathering their defenses, the forces must go on the offensive against Ilvara and the army of House Mizram. Okay, we are reaching the uh, the day of the battle as um, everyone here is currently resting, having set up their alliances. Uh, they have trained Spurf Neblin. They have procured some items. Um, they have talked to significant beings. And what wakes you all up in the morning is a loud at the gate. A familiar sound. As you know, another Quagoth has sacked himself with his exploding barrels um, on the gate. And you know the gate can't take much more. And today is the day that the army of Blingdenstown marches out into the cavern and faces the army of House Mizram, led by Ilvara, and <laughs> by her um, drowish brood. Um, brood, yeah, that's the perfect word. So you wake up. Um, there is no work happening in Blingdenstown. Um, so the normal sounds aren't necessarily going on, but, uh, yeah, you all know that you should probably head to Senny's, um, to Diggermatic Hall to talk to them once more. I don't think we need to recap much else, do we? <laughs> no. Dro will insist on a, not that we have to roleplay it, but a bling and stone breakfast for Rastos, Lauren, Jin, and himself. Yep. Um, they have it at Tappy's before they oh, have yeah. the Senny and Dobros. Some, some green beans for us. Just a little bit of calm before the storm, as you like to say, Rostos. And we'll just have a, a meal of silence before we head to the Diggermanic Hall. Yep. Um, she definitely serves that right up for you. And thanks each one of you personally for what is about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put, Dro will put uh, his hook horror in uh, Stool's room. Yep. He says, Should take care, Rufio. Well, Rufio is the name <laughs> of it. <laughs> what, what are we doing with a, a mushroom friend? He's so sad. Let's stay with Tappy. He'll be safe. What? Uh, you want to take him into the battle? He could literally only translate. No, but okay. isn't... Uh, isn't... Uh, the Dobermatics are getting the non-combatants out of the city, or no? Uh, they're they're holed up. If you want to put them with the women and children, that's fine. But yeah, if the city's lost, yeah, every, everything's pretty lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I just don't know if we want to save him because he'll be fine where he's okay. at. Well, Maybe. I mean, he either will be or won't be. Okay, it's either it's definitely one or the other. Right, 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 right. Um, <laughs> so you all head over to Diggermatic Hall after having a healthy breakfast. Um. At and breakfast, I ask, like, what are we doing today? So you'll head over to Diggermatic Hall. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
and you can tell that both uh, as you, you walk in there, um, again, there's the sort of, you've been sort of accustomed to the usual group there. There is uh, Sark, uh, Yantha, um, Dobro, and Seni, all sort of gathered around. Chipgrin is there as well. And they're gathered around that battle plan that uh, Dro drew out uh, all of the fucking drow warriors that numbered at least 100, in addition to Driders and Quagoths. Um, and they're gathered around, and Seni looks at you all and says, it's beginning soon. Do what you need to, and we'll deploy the troops at your command. Very well. Are the rest of the soldiers near? They're ready to go. The were-rats. Chipgrin's gonna say, man, what did Chipgrin sound like? What's up, Doc? I'm definitely not like that. Uh, Chipgrin's like, um, I think it actually might have been something like in that register. The were-rats are ready to go. <laughs> Great. I love Chip Grin already. Perfect. You met him. I know. Again. Yeah. I love him. I love him not the first time, but I like him. Okay. All, <laughs> all right. They're all ready um, at the gates, but you all have a little bit of time to uh, to do what you need to. And Senny's going to say um, to Sir Lauren, uh, Sir Lauren, uh, can I speak to you for just a moment? Of course, sir. Um, and she's going to lead you over to a table, and on that table is this gauntlet, and it's this like silver, blue, and gold gauntlet. And it looks like you recognize that it's like a mechanical contraption. And she's like, many years ago, um, when we were on better terms with Gracklestock, although we're on good terms now, but we were friends, this was once a gift to Blingdenstone. We have forgotten how to use it completely. We <laughs> simply call it the Gracklestock gizmo. I know that you're from there. Perhaps you know how to use it. Uh, you immediately know how to use oh, okay. this fucker. So is it something that I'm familiar with? Absolutely, yeah. Does, does he just have to snap with it? Does it have stones on it? Oh, on Thanos now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it does seem to have a lot of contraptions. You can tell there are different sliders on it um, and sort of like places where you could put a lock on it. You know that this thing basically can shoot darts as a bonus action, and it also can double as a grappling hook, and it can also triple as a something to shoot flares. Oh, um, I can give you the uh, specific uh, deets they, on that. Do they all work as bonus actions? The darts, the yes. flare, and the... Although the grappling hook does not count as an attack. Yeah. Um, and it's only going to be about 20 feet for the grappling hook. The darts only do 1d6 damage as a bonus action, um, and there's six of them, and there's only three flares in there. Okay. Um, but the flares work as fucking flares, so. Got it. Cool. All right, I'll nod my head, and I honestly, I don't remember this. This is old. It is quite old. Um, and in fact, I don't think that the normal, like, it's, you can tell it's kind of out of vogue. It wouldn't be something made. Um, it's not fucking grimdark. It's not a grimdark big-ass blade like they use in um, yeah. Gracklestock now, but you can tell it's, like, from, like, the 60s, 70s. It's got some hippie shit going on on it or whatever. Um, and you can call it whatever you want. Um, and 
reskin it if you want to. Whatever you want to do. So I'll put it on, say, uh, hopefully this is the first day of another alliance between our peoples. Yes, uh, let's hope that there's a, a next day. Hopefully there's a tomorrow. Agreed. I'll strap it on. Yeah, you do all these cool motions <laughs> equipping it on to your, your right arm or left arm? Left arm. Swear no right arm because I hope shield the left arm. So there you go. So you have that. Um, so that's going to be a bonus action of doing that shit. Gotcha. Cool. Um, anybody else want to do anything in particular? Fargus is there with you, um, following Rostos around. Joe's probably just at the map, breaking down some battle plans, talking to the, the commanders, you know, looking to see who's milling about and whatnot, but making some adjustments to the map and and quadrating it off sections so we have a little bit of a shorthand conversational uh, communication topic. I think I'm stretching, you know, working around, twisting, holding uh, Flamenzunga, being like, oh, today's a big day, are you ready? Let's kill some drow. Well, you better be ready to really kill some drow. <laughs> We're going for numbers here. <laughs> oh my God. Let's go for numbers. She's pumped. Wow. I think she's inherited a little bit of your bloodlust. Good. Good. All right. Oh, I'm so ready to fuck some shit up with you. As I'm also taking the cloak from Grackle Stug. Yeah. And like what backpack? is what I have left and like trying to make a Yoda backpack for Farkas. You want him to ride in your backpack? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he can help you out with that. Weird, but okay. I, I don't trust him running by That's himself. probably fair. He doesn't do very well on his own. You're just looking for a little bit of coverage on your back. Yeah, he also doesn't do well on your back, though, to yeah. be fair. Hey, hey, he survived up to this point. Yeah. Barely. Even when he gains consciousness, he still remains a backpack. <laughs> just for the battle. He, he, I'll, I'll, can I put a quick release thing? So when you're, No. When you're He's on your fucking back, dude. Quick He's on release. your back. Come on. Um, there's a fucking battle happening. <laughs> um, uh, Elliot, are you up to anything, Jin? Mm, no. Okay. Just, just stifling laughter. Okay. Sark's going to pull out a bottle of some dark liqueur and pour each of you a shot. And he's going to say, um, this has been in the Axbarrow family for a long time. It's never been opened. Um, I don't know. It feels appropriate. Cheers. Ah, spasiba. Bajalsta. Cheers. 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 And you all clink your glasses together and do a shot. It tastes like Fernet. It's just Fernet. Oh, very herbaceous. <laughs> Cinny, Cinny, do you have any uh, extra hand axes lying around that I could uh, just hold on to for this battle? Sure. And she points to a corner and there's a pile of hand axes. Great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Scattered about on the yep. floor. <laughs> Are there any spears in here? Some no, hand around. axes. Don't right. push your luck. <laughs> uh, you want to take like four of them? I don't know. How many hand axes can you carry? Like 20. A lot. I used to have two, so but they're gone. Is four fine? Sure. Yeah, I'll take four hand axes. Cool. I just, I just need some range. Shit. Dro, when you are planning out the battle map, is there anything that I need to know about how you're organizing your troops? Yes, a ton of stuff. Let's do it. Um, Dro, and if it's just the 
if it's just the kind of squadron leaders in there, he doesn't quite have a speech for them. But if the troops ever come aligned, he might give a little bit of a speech. We'll but. we'll get there. Yeah, I think right now I just want to get like if you want to do the squadron leaders. Um, so, um, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna and he'll draw sections into the mapping that has three rows and three columns. Um, we need to be able to have our head of communications, Jin, be able to communicate with the squadron leaders and let us know where we are effectively. So starting from the north northwest to the east will be one, two, and three. The middle row, four, five, and six. The south row, seven, eight, and nine. So we'll have a shorthand so we we'll at least know the vicinity of where everyone is. And as far as where we're deploying our troops, this is going to be our battle plan today. We will start when the last Quagoth breaks the door. The timing is extremely important here. We want them to deplete as many resources before we start the battle as possible. We can't let them get the city, but those Quagoths need to be gone before we meet them in the field. So you know that, they have one left, according to your scouting earlier. And it just so happens that our door can only withstand one more blast. It's almost really convenient. <laughs> <laughs> So we start with Rostos' plan of the rolling pin down the stairs. We'll have a rolling ball of concrete as our first tactic. That will go directly into the middle of the troops to start the battle. Second, we're going to use Yantha's elementals. They will follow down the stairs and be the front of our defense. After that, the Snerfnebelin trained warriors and the were-rats will follow the elementals. They'll head to quadrant three in the northeast. When you say Sferf Neblin, do you mean the warriors or the commoners? Trained warriors. Sorry, okay, so uh, the, the guard? The guard, along with the rare rats, cool. will follow the elementals and go northeast and make their way west from three to two to one in terms of the squadrons. Okay. After the Snerf Neblin and the were rats go, us, the Howling Dark, along with the commoners and the ghosts inside of Jin, with one wizard from the Stoneheart Enclave, will emerge from the um, mining camp in quadrant nine and make our way west, nine, eight, seven. Following this activity, the timing will be difficult, but then the wizards of the Stoneheart will come down the main passageway behind the elementals, trained warriors, and were-rats. Our goal here is to separate the middle row of troops where they have to decide which front to attack on, whether they're gonna go with the north or the south quadrant. We are outnumbered, but we need to split them and know that they're fighting on two fronts. This is very dangerous. This has wrought for potential catastrophe and casualties will be high. If any of the middle troops on their end descend to the north or south, that group will be wiped. It's almost assured, but that means the other group will have a clearer path where we're going to quadrant four, as far west as we can. If one squad gets wiped, the objective becomes kill Ilvara Mizram. What we want to do is separate their troops, make them focus on different fronts, potentially get scattered and disorganized, and take advantage of their mistakes. If one of us gets wiped, the goal doesn't change. We must go for the tent, the head of the snake, Mizram. We're gonna have director of comms, Jin, she can only keep track of three conversations in her head with other people, even though it's countless within her own head. As you say that, there's a whole fucking, like, ballroom full of people in Jin's head just hanging out, ghosts and junipers and other Jin's. Yeah, go get back inside. 
<laughs> push them back inside. <laughs> as much as one can push a ghost. Yeah. You push a ghost back inside your head. Senny Dobro, you are both staying within the city. Yes. Senny, you will be in charge if the worst were to happen to get the civilians, women, and children out of the city. Dobro, we will not leave the city's defenses, but once the gates fall, if our defenses fall, the city is done. The last thing you will be res responsible for is if the gates fall, you will explode the glyphs in the maze leading to Blinging Stone. If the drow want the city, they're going to have to dig through a fucking enclosed trench. Fuck that. If we fall, we all fall. He nods at you while eating a piece of bacon. After that, Jin, I would like, once the battle comes, for you to establish links with Yantha, who will be in the um, north party. You have two more after that, if I'm correct, correct? That's yes. So it'll be Yantha, Seni. The third one can be one of us, or the third one could be Sark. I think since the four of us will be together looking at Rastos, uh, Rastos Lauren, and Jin, Sark, Yantha, and Seni is who you should connect with on the morning, this morning of the battle. Does anyone want to... Are you all cool with that? Well, we're doing secret to the mine mission of the four of us, aren't we? It... it to start will be secret, but will quickly not be secret. Mm -hmm. But we'll all be together. Right. Is what is what um, Dro is suggesting. The Howling right. Dark is together. Right. They'll be with the commoners and the ghosts yep. and one wizard. And this is what Dro's suggesting. You know, he's saying it in a you know dictative fashion, but there's no reason that it couldn't be discussed. What he's saying is we split them up. The the train Snurf Neblin along with the rare rats, who are probably our strongest too, so will go to the north. And the elementals. The elementals start the fight, and then following behind them at a safe distance is the wizards, while simultaneously in the south, the howling dark, along with the 20 commoners, along with the 10 ghosts inside of Jin, along with one Stoneheart Enclave wizard, will go south and make our way west. So we're going to split our troops basically down the middle. Yeah, but we're going for main lady. We all are. But we're gonna have to battle a lot of way get to get there. Cool. Um, just to clarify once again, um, you're leading with the rolling ball. Yes. Um, and then you are uh, running out with elementals. Yes. The Spurf Neblin Guard yes. and the Were Rats. Yes. They're leading the main charge yes. against the troops that are with a slight hesitation between the elementals and the troops. Okay. So elementals are right up there. Yeah, they're gonna get fucking roasted. Yeah. They're gonna take the frontline defenses and they're gonna get they're gonna absorb a lot of fucking heat of a lot of the resource allocation from the defense. Um, after that, the howling uh, the wizards are coming in directly after that. Again, a little bit of distance sure. and I would prefer Again, timing's gonna be tough, but then the South group before the Wizards. So oh, okay. The, the so you all head out dark. before the Wizards, yes. the Howling Dark and the Commoners. Right. And you're traveling with all 20 Commoners? All 20 Commoners. And okay. Yes. So Howling Dark, you're running with the Commoners. Yes. Yeah. Sweet. And we're coming in from the mines. Yep. You are taking the secret passage to the mines. You're coming in through the south, uh, southwest side yeah. this, of the cavern. We're the strongest squad, and we need to be with the weakest soldiers. While we give the best soldiers we have a, be a better chance north. Okay. And... Um, yeah, and then Jin, you are connected to Yantha, Seni, and Sark. Yeah. Is indeed. Sark with the guard? Sark is going to be with the Snurf Elven guard. Okay. Um, uh, 
I'll have Sark dictate a, a sergeant from the commoners to be with the to be the highest ranking commoner. He'll choose uh, Kazook Pickshine, the guy with the pecs. Perfect. And then Chipkrin is in charge of the were-rats, Yodger's in charge of the spooky ghosts, and Yantha is in charge of the wizards and the elementals. Yeah, um, so Yantha will give you one wizard to go travel with you all as well. And we'll take the, f- and she'll take four. You'll know the wizards, what their main thing is, is they are good at uh, hold person. They're good at blur, which means that you can kind of cause... Um, you know, it, it's harder to see an area, and they can mold earth. Okay. Perfect. Other than that, physical abilities not great, but they can help you with that. So they can become blurry then, right? Or is this a different? They can blur sort of an area in front of you. Oh, so it's not okay. It's not the spell blur. No, okay. it's a little bit different because I, I just want to like I don't want to do everything individually. I want to try to give people more like uh-huh. um, battle tactics. Uh, so I'm changing some shit, yeah. It'll just like kind of blur the area a little bit to where it'll be harder for like a direct attack with like arrows against you all. I do, I do need to roll eventually on how many hours I can communicate. Okay, you want to roll that now? Yeah. Yeah, it's a minimum uh, 4d8. Two hours. Fucker! I told you to cheat and say eight. Okay. Are we going to collect the, the army before and talk to them yes. all? I will. I will hold off on doing that until I can, you know, until. I, sure, that's I can, fine. Yeah. You, yeah, yeah, that's totally fine. I but just you will. Get that roll out there. Yeah, you will lose after the battle starts. The second that the battle starts, you'll connect there, and it'll be two hours. Okay. okay. Um, anything else, Dro? As far as battle tactics, I believe that's it. Like I said, main objectives: clear the people in front of you, and if you get collapsed upon, hold them off. If you don't, you're going for quadrant four to go after Ivara. Main main objective, kill as many as you see. Secondary objective, kill Ovara. Cool. Um, awesome. Anyone else? Okay. Let's hop over to the map of Blingdon Stone. And at Blingdon Stone, within that labyrinth that sort of leads into the city, right where the gate is at, um, there is sort of an open area, almost like a barracks where you'd maybe have people like trained right before the gate, you know? Okay. And everyone is sort of gathered there. Again, there's not that many troops, so you all can all pretty easily fit there. Um, there are five Galeb Durs um, that Yantha was able to bring forth. Um, she wasn't able to bring much more because um, Ogre Mox Bane is still uh, kind of patrolling the city and fucking up all the earth elementals. Um, you have, I think I said five plus Yantha in terms of the, um, the wizards. You have 15 Swerf Neblin Guard plus Sark. You have 20 Were Rats. You have 20 Commoners who are trained by, um, I actually boosted their stats a little bit thanks to the efforts of Sir Lauren and Rostos, because you all had the Mulan montage last time. Um, and then the ghosts are in Jin's head because we need to cram more. Confusing elements into Jen's character. <laughs> that's um, what I'm here for. And I think that's it, correct? Yes. All right. They are all gathered. Yeah, the two um, times fa- phalanx position that Jesse and I can cast two for the commoners, right? You can call it for the commoners to make a, fa- a defensive phalanx twice. Uh, it's you're, You'd be fairly certain that if you had to do it a third time, morale would be extremely low and they probably wouldn't be able to pull it off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, you can just call out Phalanx and they'll they'll do it. Um, how you want them to do it, 
you might want to let them know at that time. Either surround them or surround themselves, depending on how you want to do it. Since we're on team secret, uh, team secret infiltration kill Avara with Avara with what we got. Uh, should we de- delegate that to somebody else or something? again? Like you're not on secret infiltration to kill Olvara, you guys are coming out on the western side and you're splitting their troops in half. Okay. And you still That's have to true. fight through an entire force to get to Olvara. We'll Christ. be seen the second we walk out the door. Yeah. Okay. And you're not, it, the mines do not put you out that much further. You're just coming out as a squad from the west rather than from the east, or southwest rather than directly Instead from of the, the stairs. East. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It'd be quite a different starting location, but there's still a long way to fucking go. Yep. So everyone is gathered um, you see faces that are sort of worried, um, especially in the commoners. The guard look pretty pretty stoic. Um, they're pretty well-trained. There's just not that many of them after the uh, the pudding court kind of attack happened. The were-rats um, vary. Some of them are just scratching their ears. Um, some of them aren't transformed yet. Some of them are wearing leather armor. Some of them are naked. Um, just naked were rats uh, with their claws out. Some of them are good. laughing. Some of them are high fiving. Um, some of them are grabbing each other's asses. What and Chip grins like, calm, "Calm down, guys. Come on." <laughs> um, oh, and uh, this is how you're making us have to be. Okay? Yeah. Okay. You all love grab ass. I'm, I'm really concerned as I look at the commoners. If there is a young boy, I'm looking for Philip. Yeah, you can find uh, Philip if he made it from the last battle. Yeah, he's he made it. Oh, oh, Philip, you're alive. Barely, sir. Oh, well, it looks like that sword did you well, son. It wasn't too bad. Uh, are you coming with us? Yep, I want to defend my home. Wow, I'm proud of you. As, uh, I have Farkas on my back. Like, he, he did pretty good. He looked really afraid the first time. <laughs> I, I, I'll try to be less afraid, sir. Thanks for the encouraging words. No, you are a brave little man. You are very brave. Uh, I'm happy to fight along your side there, son. Absolutely. It'll be an honor, sir. I'm glad we're fighting along with the Howling Dark. You want a hand axe? Here you go. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my. God. Well, be seeing you. <laughs> He's going to go join the other commoners. Uh, there is a nervousness in the air. There's a little bit of chatter. Um, there is this, an area where you, as the Howling Dark, are standing above with Senny and Stark and the leaders that were chosen that kind of overlook the rest of the soldiers. Dro, you were in the middle of it. Um, and there's a lot of murmuring, disorganization kind of happening. They're not really sure what's happening. Some of them are giving the were-rats a side-eye, you know. The Galeb Durs are, like, just standing there very, very stoically, also because they're rock people. And, um, yeah, that's the site. A disorganized, low-morale army. Joe's get-up is a little bit more uh, put together. His hair is in a tight braid, um, prepared for battle, and he'll... Take a look at his generals beside him and, and take a step forward, looking out onto the troops and slam the end of his longbow into the ground to make a noise. Soldiers! And to address the crowd, speak loudly, try to get everyone's attention. Let's just do a quick, do you want to do persuasion, intimidation, performance? 
feel like it's charisma. Persuasion. Okay, go for it. 15. All right, you hit it pretty hard. It's loud for a longbow slamming into concrete. It echoes. Um, and a lot of them, they don't, they don't form into lines perfectly, but they look up at you. Soldiers, listen. We all are here today. Oceans separate the differences between us all. I thought not to be here speaking to you, but everything that we've done, everything who we are, regardless of what it is, we all stand united in one simple fact. We stand here today against a common foe in defense of the city of Blingdenstone. That gate will fall today. That is a certainty. What lies at the end of those stairs is death and destruction. That is a certainty. What we have to decide is what side of death and destruction we will be on. Will we be the ones dealing it or will it be dealt to us? I see your faces, I feel your fear. But you must know one thing. Many things that separate us from the drow down there. But what do they fight for? What do they hold dear? Nothing but hate and fear. So steal your nerves, soldiers. Search your souls. What is it that you fight for? What is it that you hold dear? Family? Lineage? Oath? Creed? History, future, city? Is it the weight of an entire race? Is it the history of an entire city? What do you hold dear? What do you fight for? As Joe's eyes linger on Jin and Rostos and Lauren and his mind flickers to Nico and Howley and Jinjar and more and more countless dead that we've seen. What is it that you fight for? You know the plans. You know that we are outnumbered. But if you hold on to what you fight for near and dear to you, you will have the advantage man to man. Now, go to your posts, be prepared for battle. And remember, show no mercy, for you shall receive none in return. Go to your posts, and commanders stay behind for last instructions. Um, as you were giving this speech, uh, it started out with people like wiping their nose and unceremoniously scratching their butt as you were talking, and gradually the soldiers and, you know, makeshift soldiers begin to form. They begin to stand up, stand tall, as tall as a Sferf Neblin can, and hold their weapons proud as they look around and realize they're fighting for each other. And they are much better soldiers than once before for that speech. Awesome. That was great. Fucking badass speech, Drew. Thanks. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I like your last And line. you hear in your head, Drew. <laughs> Drew, you hear... <laughs> what do you fight for? You just hear that in your shoot, head. Shoot. 
Anybody watching sees his jaw tighten even more than it already was, and a shade of guilt, maybe? <laughs> the, uh... The shade of guilt. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, you know, obsidian, like his... Are you kind of purple skin, right? <laughs> a little bit of... Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> a little spike crown starting up here. Um... <laughs> the miners are positioning the giant Indiana Jones size boulder. The uh, Gale of Durr take their place. They go, oh, and walk up to it like the hulks that they are. And uh, everyone's starting to take their position. You are working with the leadership, and everyone is waiting for that final uh, explosion. So after the soldier dissipate, and I'm talking to just. You know, Chipkrin, Yantha, Yadgar, the Senis, Sark, the commanders. Listen, we are outnumbered. There will be heavy casualties, especially on the front lines, but we must stay resolute in our unified goal. Like I said, we might get doubled down on if it does not separate their forces and that squad might get wiped, but that means the other squad will have a clearer path if we are not going to win the battle, we must kill Ilvara. And as I look to Senyan Dobro, and if we do not win the battle, you must destroy the labyrinth. They cannot get into this city again. You know what they will do. They nod knowingly. Now it's time to get to our positions. If you have peace to make with anybody, do it now. If you have prayers to offer to deities, do it now. Otherwise, prepare for battle. Sark walks off and joins his squad. He gives you one final nod to each of you. Kazook is flexing over. He's like, oh, yeah, we got this. Ugh, yeah, we got this. And he's going to go join uh, the commoners. So he's going to be with you all. Um, he has a big old pickaxe as his weapon and some bottles tied around his waist mm. as he's an alchemist. Uh, some of which look similar to the bottles that you all made together and some of which do not. Um, anyone else? Cindy and Dobro retreat. Um, and just say, thank you. Good luck. Dro will look to Jin and say, Jin, whenever you can, keep tabs on the other generals that you're communicated with. If they give us word where we need to be, that's fine. But if we are to fall, you have to get word to Cindy. She has to let Dobro know to detonate the labyrinth. Do not worry, Drow Juniper has got it under control. I believe you, and I trust you. <laughs> and I cherish you. That's very funny. Your speech was very good. Yes. Thanks. I was nervous. It's time. Mr. Rostos. Yes. Would you like me to sing? I think you should probably sing right now uh, <laughs> for everyone here before the battle. Uh, also, I I do think while we're fighting, I may need you to hum a little bit in my ear. Oh, absolutely. I thought you would never ask. Uh, well, I am. Uh, he's wrapped up, and you just turn around so he can face everybody mm -hmm, as he's in mm -hmm. the backpack. Steel and arrow will decide the fight. Will blinged in stone survive the night? Howling dark, you're the only shot. Let us die not. Please call our lot. 
Oh, good, good job, Fargus. Look, I think everyone smiled there. Or looks much more sad. I think they look more sad. <laughs> no, no, it was a montage of sad soldiers getting ready for <laughs> battle. They're, they're like stoked and like, mm-hmm. they're like, their faces turn from like smiles and invigorated. Morose. Yeah. Oh. Oh, you did good. Don't worry. That's I thought it was nice. a, a nice melody. I, Calm I everyone's so, nerve too. before the battles. That's what you need to do, right? That's exactly what you need to do. Or at least put it into perspective for them. All right, and with that, you say, put it into perspective for them. There is a final explosion. And the gate rumbles. And the battle for Blinkenstone begins as the miners push the ball down. And Dro, you hear in your head, how many casualties are you willing to allow? And the ball rolls forward and it bashes down the gate and you hear it roll past and kind of crush the stairs with and it rolls out there and you hear the cries of many, many drow. Those of you who speak Elvish, you hear them say, for glory, for Mizram. I will cast Thaumaturgy and yell in response, Mark this day, friends. Long has it been since Drow Durgar and Snurflevin stood side by side. Today marks the beginning for us all to eradicate the petty prejudices that divide us and rise as one as denizens of the Underdark so that one day we may take back what's rightfully ours above. <laughs> and I'll cast light like on my thing. Bright light just comes off my shield. Yeah. Sir Lorne goes for full imperialism yeah. and inspires the troops after... Uh, Fargus's uh, morose uh, song. Does the little bomb go off that wasn't that dude did? The dude did. Uh, he like <laughs> was in the rafters building the uh, the boulder and came down on a little zip line and I gave him one of the potion bottles. Uh, no, oh, the, you wanted to put a stinking cloud on the on the boulder. Yeah, like he didn't do that because it would just crush it and explode on the way down. Okay. Uh, but the 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 thing does roll down. Boulder goes down through the gate, and the boulder crashes into some drow. However, many of them dive out of the way as they see it coming. And then the boulder continues up against the large rock and explodes on contact into many various pieces. It does take out several drow warriors who are getting ready to storm up the stairs, all right? Um, Where the boulder smashes into, this large rock, a drider climbs on top of it, and the drider lifts up its spear, and it goes, and as it calls it out, the drow begin to march upon the city, rushing it. That's what drow speak sounds like? It's a drider, they don't speak. (laughs) As The first wave of drow led by a drow elite warrior who has a very disfigured face uh, rushes up against the Gale of Dur and begins to engage with them. Uh, they clash up against these. Before anything else rushes out, the drow begin to attack these Gale of Dur. And there is a battle, a skirmish happening, steel upon rock, 
uh, these scimitars, these dual-wielding scimitars, as none of them are actually using crossbows because they're more of a melee shock group. Um, and they are swarming them, digging them as Galevders. These Galevders are pretty powerful, and they're able to distract this first group as your soldiers march out, led by Sark with the were-rats. They head north and up to the other side to split the battlefield, meeting uh, the other drow troop to the north, led by an elite drow warrior and a drider as well. Um, when they are approaching, all you hear is the whip of many, 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 many crossbows as they come under oh, heavy, no. heavy, heavy fire. Okay, many of the soldiers are okay and heavily armored, and so they put up their shields. However, you do hear the squeal of some were-rats dying immediately as they rush in, but they're still, their numbers are still pretty good as they begin to engage to the north. Sark yells, don't give up, it's for Blingdon Stone. Let them have it. And you hear the sound of battle begin to the north. Fuck. Yantha and her wizards, her three wizards, kind of pop out on top of the stairs. Four wizards, I'm sorry. Four wizards pop out on top of the stairs and they are kind of holding ground per your commands. Um, they are waiting to get a little bit of a clearing before they continue on uh, downward through the battlefield, hoping to create a little bit more of a, an area of attack. You all, you and 20 commoners, Kazook included, who is going to be sort of your parlay between the commoners. You go through the secret passages and you come up through the mines. And when you all pop up, there's actually not a whole lot there. You do see the drow attacking the Gale of Durs. That's directly in front of you. There is a large column of rock to the left of you, but there is a passageway that you all could go through directly towards um, Ilvara. Uh, and there would be a couple other um, groups in front of her before you get there. As you step out through the mines, uh, I'm sure the Howling Dark is leading the way. Um, you all see a mess of a battle. Uh, it is lit up by various phosphorescent mushrooms um, that are actually glowing quite brightly as, uh, in particular, Sir Lorne, you notice the phaserus is kind of thick in here right now. Uh, it seems that it's gotten thicker with the way things have kind of just been building up. Um, so your spells will still work, but there is that glow, right. the growing glow, okay? Um, you all are a ways away from the center of the battlefield where the Drider is pointing forth all drow troops and as they are marching forward. You notice behind the Drider, there is a glow, some sort of glow uh, coming from multiple drows standing together, putting their hands in a circle. And you all are free to do what you need to do around the battle as the battle has begun. Drow will kind of shout as he looks to the north and sees the um, Drow shock troop attacking the uh, Caleb, Caleb doors. It's like, no, to the west, let's go this way. And we'll go to the west instead of aiding them to the north and we'll lead heading due west, hugging that end of the cavern. Okay. And hopefully gaining a little bit of uh, protection from the two earth formations. Yep. There are some rocks, some large uh, columns of rock kind of leading that way. However, when you are going between 
those two, you have a large enough force, the drider immediately sees you and points you out and goes and kind of hisses and you see it climb down and head your way. And as he does that, you hear many, many, many thwips heading in your all's direction. Can you all make a dexterity saving throw, everyone? Plus one, 19. 21. 19. 19. Oh, what is mine? 7 plus 8. 15? 15. Um, okay, so each of you uh, actually dodge it, save for Jin. Jin, you do kind of not see one coming in. You're going to take a little bit of damage. However, the commoners, man, they rolled real poorly. <laughs> um, like, I'm talking crit one, y'all. You hear the thwips. Rastos, you jump out of the way instinctively. Uh, Lauren, you just crash your shield up. Fuck this, I can take arrows. Dro, you're used to arrows. You can predict their trajectory and just sort of slightly move out of the way. Jin, you've got so many people in your head right now, it's hard for you to even move in a straight line as the ghosts are inside you as well. And uh, Jin, you are going to take... Uh, six damage. Can you make a constitution saving throw? Yeah, I take... Uh, Okay. I have evasion. Cool. Uh, that's a 17. Okay, you do pass that, so you are not going to have the effects of poison get you. However, you do see five commoners go down immediately oh. from the arrows. Do I get? Can I get the time to uh, rage? Yeah, you can. You TJ, I'm just going to assume you're raging this whole fucking time. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, you can turn on Flamanzunga as well. Um, as you begin to rage, turn on your fucking flaming axe, and you all are rushing a group of drow who are coming down now to meet you um, in that area that you all are rushing. Okay? Mm-hmm. Ready for a head-to-head battle? Maybe an eternity. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you do hear some rocks crumbling in the background behind you. As in front of the stairs, the Gale of Durs are holding off a lot of the uh, drow warriors who are attacking up front. You do hear every once in a while just like, no, not my torso! In Elvish, you understand this, Drow, and then just the Gale of Dur rips a couple apart. Um, however, you do hear a crumple into rocks every once in a while as they're starting to pick apart these Gale of Durs as well. Um, they're taking them down. However, Yantha's approaching in now, and they are beginning to back up the Gale of Durs right in the center. Um, up to the north, let's make some rolls up here as Sark and his team engage with the drow. Okay, they are vastly, vastly out-techniqued by the drow, who have been training their whole life for battle against whomever. And they take out one or two and lose five immediately. The were-rats come behind and see that uh, these Furfneblin guard are getting quite wrecked. And they actually, <laughs> they actually end up taking out quite a few of the archers from behind as they w- jump up from behind, ripping apart their flesh, pulling up next, kind of flank them a little bit. Let's fucking go. And the were-rats start to sort of even that battle out a little bit as they take out some of their archers as well. However, the drider comes around to the side of the were-rats and just starts tearing through them. A lot. He takes out six immediately with his claws and with one of his spears. This is the different drider. So... Oh, they're almost all gone. 
it's not looking great for the team on the West. They rolled real poorly. And the Drow rolled really, really well. You all are running in. I'm assuming you all are charging. Oh yeah, yes, charging due west. If, if I could, while we're running, I'd like to either throw from looking at the battle either my stinking cloud potion towards the gale of doors to help them. If I know if I that's a fucking hell of a throw where you're running uh, towards a battle another direction, twisting backward. You could try. Well, I'm saying either. I'm I'm saying looking as we're running. Some. It's tough to tell how, how big it is, so I'm looking that way, and then I'm looking forward, and whichever one looks more easy to throw. Forward. I okay. I would try to cut off a section with that, I guess. You throw your potion. Go ahead and make a, uh, let's see, what do you want to make, like an athletics, or do you just want to make an attack roll? What sounds fair to you for throwing a potion at them? I think an attack roll. Go for it. Right. Just, uh... Seven then, whatever my modifier is for everything else. Uh, you won't have proficiency in it, so just your like normal like dex or strength, whatever you use for attack. So plus four. Ooh, crit twenty. Perfect. Crit 20. You throw it between the two groups, so you throw it right here, between the um, lesser drow and the more heavily armored drow, who you've seen before, the ones who are the elite guards at Belkinville. You throw it right in between them, and a fog. A green fog covers that whole area, and some of them begin to retch. Most of the ones up front retch so hard that their intestines start coming out of their mouth. Oh, God, no. One of them retches so hard he pulls his own eyeballs out. No. Um, another one yes. begins to try to dig in into his own stomach to rip it out because it burns so badly oh. as you decimate this front line. Fuck yeah. Absolutely fucking gone. You take out five drow. However, the elite warriors used to these tactics just back up a little bit and outside of the fog cloud. However, now, TJ, there is a big stinky fog cloud where you threw that and it's just sitting there right between you all. But you did take out the front line. <laughs> Around this stinky cloud. Did none of us, did we see that? Any of them pulling their eyes out? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know that you could run through it as long as you don't sit in it. You've you've dealt with stinking clouds before, so it's up to you. Whatever you want to do there. Drow. Drow, what do we do? West, keep going. Through and the, through the well, cloud. so so mechanically. Rostos just took his turn. Do the rest of us have like our turn, kind of? Yeah, we're just gonna go. Moment. Yeah, exactly. We're just so gonna go around turn like that. Having having seen this, uh, he'll he'll pull a uh, pull a pull an arrow and think about firing and say, "Still to the west, still to the west," and he will cast darkness past the stinking cloud, centered on the fourth quad uh, fourth quadrant Elvara Misram's troops in a thirty foot um, thirty foot circle. So covering them all, so hopefully they can't thump, 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 have good sight on us for darts. They'll have disadvantage. So I have some have some darkness even beyond the uh, the fog cloud, and then continue to head west. Yep, you all march further west, running through the fog cloud, uh, the stinking cloud. You don't spend enough time in there for it to affect you, and as you emerge through the fog cloud, you are greeted by elite drow warriors. Go ahead and describe how you all want to rush into this battle. 
and we will roll for it. We're not gonna roll for initiative because again, we're doing minion shit right here, okay? So I have an AC in mind, so you can just describe how you wanna attack, and then just depending if you hit or miss, we'll fire, figure out how many you kill, okay? Um, we'll start with Jin. After we escape out of the stinky cloud area, Jin will just, and you'll see the red phaser is like energy that's psychic around her eyes light up. And I will yell, ghostly gouge! And a bunch of ghosts will all, and pike, with pikemen and stuff, come out of my body and swarm forward to attack the things in front of me. Yes. All right. Out of Jin's head, you all just see 10 specters <laughs> fly out. Oh my God. And they immediately become pikemen. And they just shove forward in one movement, just whoosh, right at once. And they shoot straight through the elite drow warriors. Like, they just fucking phase through them. Elliot, what do you need to roll? 10d6? Yes. 10d6 damage. I'm going to do it on the digital. I appreciate that. <laughs> on the momento. No problem. Come on. Average. Oh my god, we got Four ones? <laughs> Boo. Boo. That's fine. It's better than nothing. What's the damage? 29. 29. 29. Okay. So you're, you managed to take out four elite drow warriors with your ghosts. The ghosts, do you want them to stay on the battlefield? Yes, I will yell. Yeah, I've got to occupy them like we talked about. And behind them, there are 10 ghosts. Uh, flanking these now one, two, three, four, five, six, seven uh, drow. Lauren. How far away am I from the mages? If I had a foot distance. Pretty fucking far. I would say at least uh, 70 to 80. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Uh, seeing them prepare to cast, I'll cast silence right on top of fucking all the mages. Amazing. Beautiful. Yes. Wow. You cast silence right over there. Let me put that in there because I do have a silence marker and that's going to be quite important. Now, I will say, just so you're aware, they know what silence is. Yes, of course. They are mages, so they're well aware. Upon you doing this, it interrupts their spell. Fuck. It interrupts their spell, but they are going to move out of it eventually. Okay? Mm -hmm. Cool. Just so you're aware of that. Great fucking move because that would have been bad. (laughs) So, excellent, excellent (laughs) job. Huge. Yeah. Um, I think we can go back around. Dro, have you gone yet? I did cast Darkness. That's right, right. Let's go back to Rostos. Uh, well, Farkas is going to reach down, and he touches me, and he, whatever you say is going to cast Heroism on red second level to me, and I'll do uh, the front boy basher, uh, Lorne. Okay, yeah, Sir Lorne. Um, yeah, so he cast it... Uh, He's going to um, just say, Howling Dark, don't lose your faith. I believe in you. Um, and cast heroism on you all. You're immune to frightened, and you have his spell plus two temporary HP for every turn. Hell yeah. I think this spell casting modifier is not good. I think it's a D4. <laughs> I think it's a d20. <laughs> Actually, can you roll a d20 for that spell? For yeah, we're, we're cheating today. It's a general. We're, uh, we're fudging <laughs> dice rolls. That's 11. <laughs> Jesus. No, I'm kidding. I know. It's two, though. Two at the beginning of each turn. Okay, for you. so regenerates two. Yes. Rostos and Lauren? Yeah. Sick. 
And Rostos? Uh, I guess I look at Dro first. I'm like, run, do I run forward, Dro? You're standing right in front of them. I don't know if you have oh, time to okay. talk, right, dude? You're battle rushing. There's no talking. Fucking kill them! I, I will swing into this one right in front. Do you want to? Do you want to describe more of like a battle? You're rushing into battle. What do you? What do you? What are you doing here? Yeah, and Joe shouted fully in undercommon. I look. I've, I see the one pulling its eyes out, and Rastos's eyes sort of widen. His nose starts. Uh, the nostrils start flexing, and uh, a little bit of steam comes out. Yeah, you get the scent of death. Hopefully, Flamenzunga gets a little steamy. Burns bright. Run in there and I go, fuck, it's humming my ear. This is it for you. And then I run up and I'll go smash this dude right in front. Roll, a D, roll an attack roll. Uh, 25. Yeah, okay. Roll a d6. A two. Okay, you kill two of them. Oh, okay. You go through and in your rage, your never before felt rage. Like, the smell of death, the light of Flamenzunga, the humming of Fargus's ear, you and your element, you're killing people without even thinking about it. Around this time, you hear a and you notice the darkness goes away as you look over and Ovara is holding up a very tentacled scepter and it is making this sort of motion that if you all were magic users, you could tell is dispel magic. And they have a line of sight on you now. Dro, go ahead. Do, do we only get one attack per round if we only have one, two attacks? We'll just go around in a circle. But he, if he attacks once, does he get a second? Yeah. Oh, I see. Go ahead. Yeah. Just, just I was taking it for I was taking it for two kills there, but oh yeah, whatever oh, you okay, think. whatever. I don't know how it's working. So I'm just I'm, I mean we're just doing battle mechanics and like um and in terms of um what's it called minion bat rules. So if you hit, we're just doing it by like okay. attack. Your move, and then see how many you kill. Okay. Yeah. If I get to attack again, it's a fourteen. Yeah, we're we're gonna move on because you got two deaths right there. Okay. So, if you said Dro is up, then after that, if Elvara has a line of sight on us, that would mean we have a line of sight on Elvara. Yes. Then I will cast Hunter's Mark on her. Okay. And shout in fucking. You got Hunter's Mark on her. Um, she's a ways off, but you still. So that's gonna be about. Probably like 150 feet. Well, I was graced with an excellent uh, bowstring of showmanship. There you so go. So that is not an issue, and I'll fire off two shots at her. Mm-hmm. So, 19 to hit. Okay, we'll just take the first attack. Oh, shit. Because we're not in a quite a skirmish yet. We're still in battle mode. So, so. we'll just describe an action, and we'll, we'll resolve it. Um, fire off two arrows at her, and just aiming to get something in the flanks. Hurt her a little bit, you know? Just what'd damage you, her What did you bit. hit again? Um, Damage-wise? Yeah. Uh, 21 damage. Cool. Uh, you, do, you do hit her. Um, you can tell that you hit her. You just hear a little, like, scream in the back, and then you notice that some... Uh, Drow warriors and several drow mages are going to start surrounding her. And I'll just shout, coward, faithless. And then you hear arrow thwips yep. coming aggressively. Everyone make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, boy. Come on, dex, don't fail me. 15. 17. The DC is 15. Save. Everyone saves? 
I got the 20. Mm -hmm. I got the 15. 17. Okay. Uh, you all save. However, I got bad news. Farkas got an 8, but he's on my back. I don't know. Oh, I'm not worried about Farkas. Um, I like to think if you move, he moved too. Okay. Um, but unfortunately, uh, a lot of troops are going to go down as they're not ready for these kind of arrows coming in. You all are going to lose about half of what was there. Oh, as the arrows Farkas, fly down, Farkas they try to block it. But again, they have not been trained against arrows, especially poisonous arrows coming in. And they are coming in quick and they are hitting him in the face. And Kazook's gonna look at you all and say, We can't, we can't keep this up. Fight on, fight on. Okay. We're almost there. Is Farkas out of cutting words, any of these, or no? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, we'll, we'll come back to you in just a second. We're gonna go to Jin now. You still have got four more elite drow warriors in front of you. Okay. I will command the ghost to keep doing the job. Uh, occupy them and kill them. The ghosts are coming in from the back. The ghosts are going to attack. Um, there are 10 of them, and they are ghostly. They're going to take out two more elite drow warriors as they stab them down with their ghostly uh, pikes. However, you do notice the ghosts kind of begin to fade a little bit um, as they're very far away from their crypt, and they're very uncomfortable. Um, now, moving to the north... Let's cut for a second and see how they're doing on the northern front. And this is the were-rats. This is the Sferfneblin guard who ran into a pretty powerful force. And again, there is another force marching in on them. It is not looking good. The force that's marching in on them, you'll notice they send their archers to the south to help deal with you all. However, there are more elite drow warriors marching in on Sark and the were-rats. Let's see how the were-rats do. Holy shit, the Were-Rats rolled a crit 20. Fuck yeah. Yes. Oh my god. Chipgrin! Chipgrin! Chipgrin <laughs> and the Were-Rats fucking, they just go nuts. And they just take their claws out, spread them akimbo, and their nails grow longer than usual. And they just go, and start hissing and just digging into fucking drow. Um, and in ones. fact, what they're going to do is they're going to swarm this drider after it took out a lot of it. Fuck and yes. Pissed, and they're just feasting upon its body. They take it out. You just see them rip limb from limb from the spider's body and separate him, and they devour his ass. Blood orgy. Uh, <laughs> this for Neblin, uh, there's only five of them left, including Sark. Dude, what? They only managed to take out two. And Sark says, Men... For Blingdon Stone, we die for our city, for glory! And they they rush in to the fucking mouth of hell. As you can see, they are surrounded by at least, I think that's about 20, 30 drow. Some around there. Fangs. Arrows coming in. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that was the uh, commoners, and there's only a couple of them left now. <laughs> He's had no chance. It's okay. Um... As they rush in, we'll get to Sark's last moments later on as they are being surrounded. But the were-rats are there, and the were-rats are going strong, baby, so we'll see what happens. Further to the south, you notice the mages have moved out of the um, silence area. They've moved to the north a little bit further, and they've begun their ritual again. And there among them is Ashara, the one who was... Yeah. The one who is back in Velkenvelve who let you all pass. But she is there in the center of the circle now. And you can see that she is starting to... Well, you can't see it, but, you know, 
camera eye view. You can see that they're casting something. There's a glow coming from you all, but Ashara is standing in the middle, putting her hands together, conjuring some sort of red ball of fire. Um, and it will go back to you all. Let's start with um, Jin, you went. Let's go with Lauren. Your turn. You have two left. All right. Uh, I'm going to yell, we need to take care of those mages. They'll kill us all, and I'll cast silence again on their pile. Lovely. Wow. You can reach that far? Yeah, 120 feet. 120, yeah. Should be totally fine. You put it right over there and fuck them up again. Very, very nice. Um, and they know it again, but they are fucking frustrated. Absolutely. Very, very good. Um, let's go back to Rostos and Fargus. Is the phalanx thing a bonus action? No, you can just do it. I'll be to the dudes we have left. I'm like, phalanx this time. Don't get hit by the arrows. Okay, they start to phalanx and put up their shields all together around themselves. And you all are kind of exposed, but they make a phalanx and cover themselves. So they're going to have, uh, the drow are going to have disadvantage on attack with them, okay? Okay, and then I'll try hitting the dude in front of me with a 15 to hit. That's going to hit. That's just their AC. Okay. Desc- uh, do you want to roll a d6 again? Three. Describe how you want to kill both these people. Uh, as Farkas is humming in my ear, and I'm totally lost in the thrill of battle, and this is for my life, which I haven't, I haven't fought in a pit in a long time like this. Although fighting the Underdark has been there, all of a sudden it just turns to sand. I feel the heat on my back, which is Farkas sitting there, and I'll swing one way to cut across like a. Uh, samurai sword from the shoulder down to the sort of waist and then I just turn around and pull it and spin in a circle and I'll cut the guy's uh, torso. Awesome. Yeah, so you have taken out this unit and you have, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven commoners with you and one wizard and you are now facing Ilvara's elite unit, okay? They're nothing to us. Charge. Cutting over to the Got the big the steps of Blingdon Stone. The Gelabdurs are now done for. The last oh. one crumbles. They managed to take out about half the Drow uh, warriors. Now there are six Drow warriors facing down Yantha and her sit her five or sorry four wizards. So that's not looking great for them. As they march forward, and a Drider comes up behind them as well. Let's go over to the Were Rats and Sark, okay? Because I think you all you all eliminated your unit, and you're gonna uh, get into another unit soon. We're actually gonna go to battle mode on that one, okay? I'll make a new map so we can actually go into it. All right, let's see how the Were Rats do. The Were Rats are going to try to tear into um, all of the nasty archers. Real hot, stay hot. They rolled a crit one. Oh no! The Were Rats spent all of their energy attacking the Drider and taking it out with their swarm methods that they just can't quite get through the defenses of some of the elite warriors. Let's see how Sark and his troop go down in glory. They rolled pretty hot. In their final moments, they know they're going to die and they've accepted it. They take out their pickaxes they throw down their shields and pick up their light crossbows, and they go full offensive. 
and they're just slashing and shooting with reckless abandon for their own lives. And Sark says, Jim Jar, I hope to see you again someday. And he rushes in. Let's see how many he can take out. Yeah. With his final attack, he takes out three drow. Oh my god. Before being put down by crossbow after crossbow. He doesn't even believe Jim Jar's dead. Maybe he did in his final. As he falls down, he looks up at the cavern, he looks back at the steps, and he looks at the drow, and he just says, fuck you, and falls over dies. The rest of his troop are crushed as well, but take out a few more elite drow warriors. Now it is the were-rats being surrounded by about, uh, it's looking by about 20 more drow warriors versus about nine were-rats. So not looking great on that front at all. Any front. Yeah, we're looking pretty dead here. Yeah. Be dead. <laughs> the Drow Elite Warriors are storming up the steps. The Drider followed close within them. The Wizards are trying to cast Mold Earth to raise up the steps to kind of keep them at bay to try to keep them back. And it's working for a little bit. Again, the mages have to step out of the silent zone. <laughs> and move further away from you all. But you have stopped them again, Jesse, for another turn, okay? Great fucking move, that was awesome. Um, And now we'll hand it over to you all. We can take a quick moment for you all to gather yourselves. You hear bloodshed galore. You hear the cries of both drow, Neblin, some were-rats. You heard a drider get ripped apart. You have not heard any explosions go off. You have not heard any spells go off. As Elvara seems confident and cool. As you get closer to her group, you notice that these warriors are a little bit more elite. You see Shur standing next to her. You see at least five archers. You see two mages next to her. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven drowish warriors. How are you all feeling? How are you all looking? Terrible. Dejected and full of vigor, Dro will sprint straight west apart from the group and start shouting, Elvara! Elvara! Come finish this now! You wretched worm! You are worth nothing! And try to tempt her into foolishness. And then after I speak, throw a little arrow at her. Just throw it. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, so she's kind of covered right now. So uh, you'll be rolling with disadvantage to hit Ivara. Go ahead and attack her, though. Miss. Okay. Uh, in your rage, you're kind of, you know, a little bit upset, and you're separated from the group right now. And you're calling her out, and you just kind of hear her laugh um, as one of the mages is going to cast Witch Bolt on you. I'll see. Behind, they can't reach. Mages are too far. As I eat a witch bolt. <laughs> uh, 16? Uh, miss. Okay, it, it, uh, you actually kind of dodge out of the way then. It shoots true, but you you step sidestep it pretty easily, okay? Um, how do you all want to approach this? Because we're about to go into like an actual combat here, I'm, and you're heavily outnumbered. Uh, I'm going to yell... 
Get as close as you can to the enemy because then they can't hit us with their spells as easily. I'll run up a little bit and chuck my less stinky cloud potion. Okay, cool. Roll another attack roll. Oh, crickets. Oh, my God. <laughs> Great. Switch to digital dice on there. And I don't know why you would do that. <laughs> you're running up this sort of rocky terrain. And as you're, you're just, you've got a lot of rage, a lot of adrenaline. You've got Fargus on your back. You've got a burning fucking Flamenzunga. You beheaded a lot of people today. The coordination between everything going on is just too much, and you just sort of drop it in front of you. It falls on the ground, and a fog cloud shoots out in front of you. Go ahead and make a charisma oh, saving throw. Oh, no. Charisma? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, constitution. I'm dumb. A 14. Okay, so you do fail. Uh, Rolling for Fargus as well. <laughs> Fargus. That's nothing. Fail. I didn't know what his last name was. Each of you are going to take 16 damage. 16. But you can pop out of it right away. Fargus is half of his HP. Yep. Uh, I take eight. This means the fucking potions were. Everybody launch those on your next turn. Uh... I guess I'll keep moving through the cloud. Man. Oh, sweet. You're going right up to them? Nobody else in the front line. Rastas alone. That's badass. All right, Rastas, you charge through it. Um, the commoners are still phalanxed. Just waiting orders. <laughs> no, keep coming! They'll slowly, they'll slowly pick up their shields and just sort of slowly move over in that direction. Uh, yo, don't stop. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. We are going to take a quick break right there so I can set up this combat in an actual combat form, okay? Oh boy. And we're gonna roll initiative and you guys are gonna be fucked. Mm -hmm. 